Welcome to our latest episode in the Soundbite series covering FCM perspectives. In the crosshairs for today is the topic of hotel sourcing and whether to check in or to check out of this year's RFP season. It's August 19th, 2020, and I'm your host, Ben Johnson. In today's episode, we welcome Ashley Goodemuth, who is the Director of Consulting Services at 4D. It's August and the time of year when the hotel RFP season usually gets into full swing, but this year is different. Do we roll over rates? Do we move to dynamic rates? Who's the right person to help me through this RFP season? Drawing from Ashley's insights, we'd like to talk through some of the key themes. As always, we hope you find this episode helpful and walk away with a few good nuggets of information. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning, Ben. So tell us a little bit about your role at 4D. Um, well, I lead the consulting team here in the States. Um, the department covers air, hotel, car, program management categories. So we run things like RFPs, we manage entire categories and provide outsourced support for travel departments. Um, as you know, I work very closely with the industry partners and the FCM account management team. Absolutely. You're always the go-to if you need a specialist in the industry, for sure. And so obviously in the intro, we sort of talked about uh, it being hotel RFP season. Um, and I'm really interested in your perspective. You know, this would be the time that we sort of get into that traditional RFP going through the, the back and forth and the strategic nature of it. So what's your perspective? Oh, I think it's such a loaded question this year. <laughs> um, Really, I think this year there's going to be a little semblance of a traditional hotel RFP. You know, very early in the year, we heard from industry groups about one specific direction to take, which resulted in a lot of strong feelings across the board. Um, and over the past couple of months, we've heard some contrasting messages from individual hotel brands, which I think resulted in even more confusion. <laughs> um, so our perspective is really that some version of an RFP is going to have to happen in some capacity. You know, there's new health and safety measures that need to be vetted. There's new types of rates to consider, dynamic. Um, and there's even amenities that may not be relevant anymore. Um, and you mentioned also rolling over rates. Do we, do we not? So in some cases, there might even be major shifts in brand partners, depending on open hotels, closed hotels, or capacity and market. So, I think each client situation is going to be different. So for this year, it's very much going to be a tailored approach, depending on client's geography, spend, anticipated spend, and, and priorities. So those are some really great points. And I know we sort of opened with, do we roll over rates? Do we move to dynamic? Um, and some of the considerations here around ongoing category management versus a once and done RFP. So maybe sort of talk to us a little bit more about that. Yes, um, it's especially relevant for the upcoming year um, and maybe even years plus until there's consistent travel again. The one and done this year might be relevant for clients who know for sure that either there will be no spend throughout the entire year next year, and then that way they can just roll over the rates and not really worry about the adding of you know health and safety questions or removal of amenities to increase the savings on particular rates. Um, 
I don't know of any clients that know for sure that there will be no spend next year. So that's, that's, it's hard to say that that's going to be maybe a consistent approach. Um, a traditional approach to hotel season was to look at spend, solicit the properties, which were usually ones that were in the program in previous years, chase some hotel contacts, finalize the program, and then run one audit. Then you'd wait till next season to do it all again. Um, this year, we still see some hotels closed. We have, you know, sales staff and account managers from hotels on furlough and spend is not anywhere near it was last year. Um, so this approach isn't going to work. Um, and some hotels are even looking for room night commitments where there weren't any before. So the key to our hotel program approach is ongoing category management. So in past years, this has meant a significant push, so to say, during the traditional RFP time period to get the, the initial kind of key group of hotels negotiations done. But then there's this continued effort throughout the year so that as new markets emerge or new hotels open and are booked, our clients didn't miss any savings opportunities by waiting until the start of the following year's program. So instead we'd implement and negotiate these markets or these hotels as we found them. Also, instead of just the one audit at the start of the year, we continue to monitor the rates to ensure they're available throughout the year because as most of us know, rates miraculously drop out of the system sometimes. Um, another key component of this is measuring savings and benchmarking because what good is a static rate if you can't measure how much that static rate is actually saving you off of bar or best available rate? And how does that rate compare to benchmarks at that same property? Similarly, you know, we talked about dynamics a little bit, but I think we'll see more and more dynamics will actually take place this year. They'll actually get implemented. We've been talking about them in the industry for a couple of years now, but because we're going to see such rate fluctuations over the next 12, 18 months, dynamic discounts off of bar are really going to be where companies are going to be able to ensure that they capture those savings even when the bar rates drop below their static negotiated rate. So we'll need to be able to measure that as well on a continued basis. Are you getting that 10, 15, 20% off of bar that the hotel said you would be? Yeah, and you touch on a really interesting point there. Obviously some hotels are still closed. Some are looking to you know, talk about room commitments and so forth. And it really makes me think of, of what a customer said to me recently you know, their organization, they're really not in the business of, of kicking their strategic ply, suppliers while they're down. Um, and that really sort of resonated with me. And so from your perspective, how do you sort of balance that in your mind of really wanting to, you know, achieve the procurement and savings goals, but also protect your partnerships so that they continue to thrive through this recovery? Yeah, I think it's an admirable sentiment and they sound like a great partner. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, we're definitely not pushing clients to fully RFP, negotiate hard, regardless of travel volume. Um, this year's is definitely going to be, uh, I mean, our approach is going to be targeted and thoughtful. I mean, you have to remember the situation everyone is in. Most companies' economic status has changed, ours, theirs, suppliers, just about everyone. Um, so in this new world, and I don't even want to use the word COVID, but in this new COVID world or post-COVID world, I hope soon, um, everything needs to be reset. You know, letting certain chains roll over their rates is a one-sided exchange, in my opinion. 
um, it only takes into consideration what their situation is. Um, suppliers want to secure and maintain market share with companies that know there's going to be travel. Um, and then companies with the anticipated spend, you know, you don't want to pay more than your peers or someone off the street. So business is still business from our perspective and based on conversations we'd, we've had with hotels and clients. So there's, you know, there's no harm in asking for a rate and the suppliers will offer back what they feel works for them. In fact, most of the hoteliers we've even spoken to are eager to hear from us and clients that there will be spend and we are looking to engage. It helps them plan for the future. You know, almost instills hope in a way. Yeah, no, that, that's some really great points there. And so with all these sort of varying different insights, how would you sort of encourage people to, I guess, sit down and just think about how they're going to approach this and, and apply this? Um, it, there's definitely going to have to be some internal work done prior to, you know, deciding which approach to take. Definitely are going to need to weigh internally the pros and cons of rolling over rates for your company. Um, if there is anticipated spend for 2020, or sorry, 2021, use that information to target those markets and properties where discussions will need to be had. You know, consider the targeted rolling sourcing approach as spend returns. So, you know, one month we see, oh, okay, you know, St. Louis is opening back up. Um, we're going to start traveling there again. We need to renegotiate those rates. Next month, it's Milwaukee. Um, so it's not going to, I, th I think the calendar year will still, um, the calendar year rates will still be relevant, but I think when those rates start and are implemented will be varied. Um, you have to know what's important to your company in regards to health and safety, duty of care. There are so many evaluative questions this year in this category. So if your company has new require requirements based on interim travel policy, we need to ensure that the preferred hotels in the program are meeting those requirements. And as, as you know, we all know, and we've become you know, keenly aware of, communication is so important. So once the program is then finalized, or you know, the, the starting or reevaluation of the program is finalized, you need to tell the traveling public about that evaluation process that was done and why it's so important to use your preferred suppliers. Well, that's some fantastic um, things to consider. So we really do appreciate you joining our short and quick soundbite session today. I can't wait to see you in person again. It feels like uh, such a long time. Um, I know, likewise. Absolutely. So thank you everyone for joining us today and we hope you uh, enjoyed uh, today's podcast and we look forward to you joining our next soundbite session. Thank you.